Media Podcast that covers the issues that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm Teresa Hagel, and today I'm joined by my fellow executive editor, Sarah Lavendusky, and we're going to be talking about ASI Orlando. You just got back, um, well, yesterday, I guess. I did. Show. Yeah, it was great. It was last week, but I say an extra few days was definitely worth it. <laughs> so I guess... Can you tell me just a little bit about like what was the vibe at at the show? Like how were the suppliers? How were the the distributors? How was everyone kind of, you know, gelling? I mean, I know that the attendance was way up, so that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it was really positive. Um, everybody I talked to was really happy to be there. Um, I think it helps. You know, the weather was perfect. A lot of people came from pretty far away. Um, they wanted to escape a lot of the the winter cold. So that was a, a nice uh, incentive for people to come down. The weather was perfect. Sorry if you weren't there. It was absolutely perfect weather. Um, yeah, I think people were excited to be back at it and shaking hands and talking about product. Um, I think uh, the suppliers I talked to said they were thrilled with the show, the quality of the, um, the conversations that they were having. And distributors were happy that suppliers had all come to the show and they were talking about, you know, in-stock items. Um, that was a big concern last year with supply chains. So that was a huge topic of discussion amongst um, attendees at the show. Um, yeah, I think everybody was just ready to get back out there for Q1. What was the, the farthest person that um, you, you talked to? Well, I had coffee with a distributor from Minneapolis. And oh, so that must have been nice for that person. That was far. <laughs> I had uh, actually a supplier came in from Ontario. Um, and another supplier came in from Santa Barbara, California. So they came down. So that was nice. Yeah. So it wasn't just a local thing. There was no far flung people. Yep. For sure. Um, so I know one of the exciting things for this year is that we had, um, keynote speakers again. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, Alex Rodriguez and, and Sean Rose were the two big, big names there. Can you tell me a little bit about the messages that they, they, presented to people? Yeah, sure. Um, Sean Rhodes was on Thursday morning. So he headlined day one of the show and he is a U.S. Marine and now he's a sales consultant. His company is called Bulletproof Selling. And he had a really interesting message about, you know, making sure that you're going into sales calls prepared. Like he's, he compared it to people on the battlefield and he said, you don't ever like leave anything to chance. Like everything is planned, strategized, um, you never just fly by the seat of your pants and hope that something's going to work out because on the battlefield, it's a matter of life and death. Right. So he said, you have to really, his, the title actually of his keynote was removing hope from your sales strategy and making it bulletproof and, um, making sure that, you know, you're going in prepared that you have, um, you have your, your research done ahead of time. You know what you're going to say. You've practiced um, countering objections. That's a big one. And then at the end, you debrief as though you're in the military. You debrief and say, okay, how did we do? What did we do well? What could have gone differently? How is our company doing? Um, and, and reflecting on if the person you talk to is a good fit for your company or not. That's a huge one too. So you're not spinning your wheels. Mm -hmm. um, but just being prepared is really important and not leaving things to chance or hoping that something's going to work out, that they'll, they'll um, buy from you. And then... Um, well, um, I was going to say with, with the Sean Rhodes thing, I think that is so interesting because, you know, obviously being on the battlefield is, is a totally different animal, but yep. I think there's some value in not leaving things to chance and kind of treating this as a pair for and, and sales, 
kind of elevating sales and and having that plan. Because yep. I do think there's a lot of people that leave it to chance or or think like I'm I'm really good on on my toes and um you know I'm quick on my feet, so I don't really need to do a lot of planning. Yeah, but that's not the right approach. I don't it's think. true. It really is. It's true. And and we had I mean that ballroom was packed. Like people really wanted to hear his message. He's a TEDx speaker. He was very polished, well prepared. Um, just really compelling story. So yeah, it was it was awesome. Well, if he weren't prepared, I'd have a yeah. question about the message. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Got to walk the walk. Yeah. And so then uh, Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod. Yeah. Message? Yeah. He was on Friday. He headlined Friday. Um, it was, again, another packed ballroom. He gave out signed baseballs to fans, which was cool. Um, he sat with Tim Andrews for about an hour, and they had, like, a nice Q&A about, you know, his his upbringing. Um, it was not easy. You know, he – he it was um, – it was not easy. The path was not always certain to where he is now. That's for sure. And um, he he was born in New York, and he came from working class parents. And his um, he they moved down to the Dominican Republic for a while, and then they moved to Miami. And um, sadly, his you know his father left the family and went back to New York, and they stayed in Miami. And his mom um, raised his family on her own, um, just her two hands. And a lot of what he would drove what has driven him over the years to be so successful because now you know obviously he's uh you know was a pro baseball player and then he's now an entrepreneur he said so much of that that hunger came from not just wanting to play baseball but to care for my mom you know mm. because she'd worked so hard for us and i wanted to make enough money so that she could retire and never have to work again and as soon as he signed with the mariners in the 90s that's what he did he he bought his mom a house and a car and she retired yeah. and never had to work again. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's nice to hear these kinds of um, origin stories, I guess, because, you know, a lot of times we kind of take that success for granted. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah, of course, they were always going to end up in this place. But it's not a given. And, mm -hmm. you know, you never know where someone comes from and, and what kind of struggles they've had to go through to get there and the kind yeah. of hard work and perseverance that goes into it. Absolutely. Mm hmm. So, you know, obviously the, the keynotes were, were a big thing, but there's also Education Day. Um, and I know we had a lot of great speakers. So what were some of the, the topics that were covered? Yeah, I mean, some of the, 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 there was a new one this year on sustainability. So that was Michelle Sheldon, who I believe is on your advisory board for promotion yes, for the is, planet. Yeah, awesome. she's from Eco. Yeah, she's really cool. She had a really cool story um, about how, um, her dad actually started eco promotional products as like a division of his existing company and asked her to run it. Um, and she had experience. She had actually lived in the Netherlands for a while with her because of her husband's job. Yeah. And she was so inspired by how sustainable they are over there with the recycling programs. And, you know, nobody gives out like single use plastic bags at the market. Like everybody uses tote bags. Um, and she was really inspired by that. And she's just really become her mission to provide um, sustainable promotion products that are sourced sustainably, made from sustainable materials. She's part of the Fair Labor Association. So they're sourced from, you know, fair labor sources. Um, just be, being really educated on, you know, the factories that these things are coming from. But she was really compelling. And actually, it was interesting after the the event literally a line like she was at the front of the room and there was like a line of people gen z definitely gen z and millennial from the industry talking to mm -hmm. her about what we need to do as an industry to become more sustainable and how they can kind of team up with her to be part of that because she said like i can't do this alone you know this has to be yeah. like a, an industry-wide effort so um a lot of people a lot of young people were were lining up to talk to her about this and 
um, signing up, you know, giving them, um, giving her their contact information yeah. so they could, you know, talk about this further. Yeah. Well, I um, love that. I love that. Yeah. You know, as being the person doing promo for the planet for ASI, I, yep. I'm glad to see that this is a message that's resonating with people and that that she had people wanting to, to talk to her about it for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really interesting to see and people were really excited about it. Um, one of the other sessions that I thought was like, was, it, I think it was new and it was really eye opening. was um, it was the family dynamics for um, like a family business mm -hmm. and how you can have healthier family dynamics to make sure that your company is viable and stays strong and has longevity. And it was, um, it was uh, the the session was delivered by Dr. Steve Treat. He's actually from here in Philly. He's worked with the Cohn family for a long time. It was amazing. Like it wasn't just this is not just for family businesses. Um, it had something for everybody. If like you have a family, it was for you. Like it was it was like a forty five minute like therapy session for all of us. It was wonderful. It was I was like everybody should sit in this session. It was incredible. I and just he's so seasoned. He's been doing this for years. That was really, really, really great. Um, they had 2020, 2023 trends from PCNA. So they presented on like sustainability, self-care, which is a huge one, of course, the future verse, so technology, things like that. They also had a cybersecurity expert who was talking about how to protect your company. Um, mm. as, we've, as we've seen, the cyber attacks are um, increasing, it seems, in frequency, especially targeting this industry in particular. So he yeah. was on hand, formerly with the FBI. So that was really cool. Yeah, that's really an important thing for sure. Yeah. So then, of course, the, I guess the main event is the show floor itself. That's what everyone's there there to go see. Mm -hmm. So I know you walked walked the show floor. Um, what are some of the big trends you saw in your kind of perusal of all the the aisles and suppliers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sustainability. Obviously, that was a big one. A lot of companies are getting really into that. They're they're advertising, um, you know, the types of materials they use, the different associations mm -hmm. they're part of, and as I saw that, you know, the session with Michelle, like that's huge with younger distributors now because their clients want it so much, and they're saying, look, if we're, this is going to have our branding on it, these are the requirements. This is it's got to be sourced responsibly. It's got to be made responsibly. The materials have to be responsibly sourced. Um, you know, I think it's just, it's becoming more, I see it every show, it's becoming more and more important among attendees that they see sustainability there. So sustainability mm -hmm. was obviously a huge one. Um, drinkware was everywhere. The, the, the number of um, types of drinkware was like unbelievable. Like just the different colors, different models and shapes and sizes and uses. Like they have, the one I saw from Adnart in, in Canada has like a built-in like pet water and food bowl on the bottom oh, so you just like fun. unscrew it yeah it was really cool um they also have like a ceramic lined tumbler so that you're not getting that like metallic taste mm -hmm. um yeah it was it was uh, it was really really it was really eye-opening to see how much you can do with drinkware and then like self-care i mean that grew so much during covid it really started during COVID and people were getting shipped these self-care items to their homes because we couldn't gather. We weren't in the office and just suppliers have just like that, that trend has not gone away. Like yeah. suppliers have really capitalized on that and like run with it. And there's like, you know, candles and essential oils and there's bath salts, there's blankets everywhere. You see all the blankets, um, like the towels, like just really fancy, like high end stuff that you would love to have in your home. Um, yeah, the tote bags. It's just, it, it was like incredible. 
Uh, they have like Cozy Earth Holdings or they're a supplier that was there. They have this like these um, bamboo, they're made with bamboo. It's like apparel basics, but also like linens, towels, bags, sheets, comforters. Um, and they were on Oprah's favorite things like four yeah. or five times. And um, we also launched, I shouldn't, shouldn't um, forget, we launched ESP Plus officially in Orlando. We have a new mascot named Plus. She's super cute. She's got like these little eyelashes and like the glasses. It's super, and she's got like these little shoes. She's adorable. Um, yeah, it was, did I mean, did plus? I did. I did. I had to get one. Yeah, <laughs> she was so cute. It was awesome. Um, promo was there too, walking around. I like um, that we know too. So we got, you know, promo and plus. Yeah, we have a boy and a girl now. Yeah. So yeah, nice. it was it was cool. Yeah, that I think the um, I think it, people were really responding well to that um, new platform. People were really excited about it, and um, yeah, just to keep keep on top of these trends, and I think you know making sure that stock is um, uh, inventory is in stock was really big for people. Like they're really trying to avoid the the lengthy supply chain delays that I don't think are, I. I well, you know, we, we know it's, it's gotten better, but it has not been resolved yet at all. And this year we'll see what happens, but I think like in stock items have been, and, and also domestic made items have been yeah. really big. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think, I mean, overall, it sounds like the show was a really great experience for anyone that, that attended. Yep. Um, and of course we have, um, if you weren't at that show, I mean, Fort Worth is coming up. So yep. that's another opportunity to go to a great ASI show. Um, do you have any final thoughts for people? Anything I would just that? say like, yeah, I would just say, I mean, people are getting out there again. They're excited. Um, it was really nice to see people shaking hands, giving each other hugs and getting back to that. I mean, I think we were, we were thrilled that attendance was up like 50% from last year, which is huge. And mm-hmm. um, the, the energy was just really great. The products, I mean, I honestly, of the shows I've gone to, like, I just think the product quality has gone up so much. Like I was so legitimately impressed with the the quality products the self-care products are second to none um a supplier the riviera towel company actually it was the second day so they were um you know it was winding down but i actually snagged two samples from them of this like beach blanket and i stayed longer in orlando i stayed for the long weekend i took a couple days off and i used that blanket all weekend i used it in the condo i used it at the pool I was so impressed with it. It's made with bamboo. It's it's like a cooling towel, but it was also like warm. Um, mm-hmm. it, it has natural cooling properties, bamboo. So it's like it's really nice for that self care. But um, I was so impressed with that with that um, throw. That's it looks like it almost looks like a Turkish towel. It has the same kind of look to okay. it, but it's a throw. And I was like so impressed. I was like, I cannot believe that this is an industry item. Like this is awesome. I'm so impressed. So yeah, it was a wonderful show. And I'm just, I'm really excited for this coming year. I think it's going to be great for everybody. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. Thank you so much, Sarah. Now you're making me jealous that I wasn't down there. But... <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll be at a show coming up. I'm yep. sure. Um, awesome. Anyway, thank you guys so much for, for joining us today. I'm Teresa Hegel and...